Today's podcast is brought to you by Green Roads. You probably know by now that DNVR is a huge supporter of CBD, and as a consumer, you must find the product that works best for you. Green Roads has hooked us up with some incredible products, and we want to share our experience with you. Green Roads has over 30K five-star reviews. That's 30,000, and you can use code DNVR20 for 20% off your entire purchase. They're an amazing place, the number one privately held CBD company in the U.S. by market share. They have award-winning products across the board. They were founded and formulated by pharmacists and even have QR codes on all of their packaging, which link to independent lab test results so you know exactly what you're getting every single time and they have a massive selection including oils topicals edibles beverages and more so whatever it is you're looking for green roads has you covered visit them today and remember to use that dnvr20 code to get 20 percent off your entire purchase To the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, Free Skate Friday edition presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I am your host, Rudo, joined as always by AJ Hayfley and the lovely Evan Rowell on today's show. <laughs> lovely. What the hell? <laughs> what? Just a, just a random, it's good to know that Evan is now lovely. He's always been lovely. But AJ's not, so let's... I mean, I'm okay with that. It was just such a random descriptor out of nowhere. You know, it was it was the one that came out of my mouth, so we're going with it. <laughs> Should move past it. <laughs> Thank you for the Super Chats. Very appreciated. And actually, that is where I want to start the show off. We'll get to the ESPN deal in a second. Thank you to all of you watching, listening to this show. Unless you're not following us on Twitter, I guess, then no thanks to you. Yeah, you've done nothing to help us get to that. <laughs> but the DNVR Avalanche account over the last couple days just hit 10,000 followers. So I've, I have I don't know. A lot of those followers came before I joined, but a lot of them came after. So I've been part of it. I, I appreciate all of you. It's been, it's, it's been interesting uh, as, I guess the person that's been here from the start. Um, like I remember making that account and then yeah. thinking I would never use my personal Twitter anymore. <laughs> and now it's just like, Oh, I don't ever use the DNVR account anymore. Uh, Cause we have people that do it uh, between Rudo and Michaela. I don't ever really have to do anything anymore. And it's been, it's been really crazy. And 
like 10,000 in the world of Twitter just isn't that many people. Yeah. But the idea that 10,000 people care about what we have to say about the Avs, even if it's just on Twitter, I, to me, I think that's something that will always be cool. It was it was cool when we got to like five hundred on the first day. It was cool when we got to a thousand and all of these all of these different things over the years that we've added. You know, now the podcast is such a huge part of it. I remember sitting in the meeting where we decided to do podcasts, and I was really excited about it because I liked podcasting. And it was like, okay, well, this is gonna be this is gonna be a thing that we do, and to watch it grow over the years and all the different iterations. You know the the very first Avs podcast we did, I did with Drew Spivak. And then JJ Jerez was was on the pod for a long time. And that's how we met Jesse. Then Jesse came aboard and, you know, and then Adrian was part of it. And it was just, it's been really cool to see it evolve and to see what it is now. And the idea that on a Friday, we're going to be a, a game day, no less, but... You guys have all come to listen to us talk about the ESPN deal and dick around for an hour just talking about hockey and doing all kinds of nonsensical stuff. I just, it's cool. And I love, I love that we're building the community that we are and that the people who really enjoy the show feel free to come and be a part of it because it's great. And it's a, it's, it's another, it's another step in the right direction of just having the kind of avalanche community that we want. Exactly. Um, y'all are being extremely generous. It must be payday. Uh, no, no <laughs> Friday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> the, the super chats are rolling in here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Evan, uh, what what are your feels on it? Because I know you've kind of been around DNVR in and out quite a bit. Yeah. It's No, it's, it's wild. I was here with BSN and now it's DNVR. And it's just it's crazy how far it's come because you just never know when when BSN started, obviously AJ was here from the start, but I don't know if anyone could have imagined what it's become today and just the, the growth there's been and the fact that you guys do daily podcasts, even in the middle of like nothing happening, is just wild. And there's just not that dedication out there from any other outlet. So it's crazy how far it's come. And I'm still, you know, I've never truly felt comfortable on these podcasts, but I'm trying to get there and you guys, being the pros helps out a lot. So yeah, it's just thank you to all the fans and subscribers and just everyone out there. And, you know, people paying to get you guys drunk is the weirdest thing in the world to me, but it is what <laughs> it's it weird. is. It's weird to me too, man. <laughs> that that's my element. All right. That's where it's at. I got to bring something to this pod. Did you ever imagine that even like six months ago? No. <laughs> no way in hell did I ever think part of my job description would be selling my body by getting drunk. <laughs> um, <laughs> but here we are, you know, yeah. here we are. And that's because all these people in chat right now, it's because all y'all listening after the fact. So really, we do appreciate every single one of you guys out there. And gals, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Other yeah. than thank you. It was it was a cool milestone for us, and we it, it happened like in the middle of a game. Yeah, like and during then, the second period. Yeah, and then post game, we were kind of focused on like task at hand. Uh, and I told I told Rudo the other day, I was like, "Hey, remind me, I want to talk about this on a show because it was it, it like it's just it's, it's kind of an arbitrary number to celebrate at, but." 
it was it was important. I have no idea when we'll hit fifteen thousand or twenty, or if we ever will, whatever, wherever it ends up. But uh, it was it was cool. It was it was rewarding to see that for sure. So, yeah, I, Evan, I don't know how you can't be comfortable on the pod with that couch behind you. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> um, I mean, my back's comfortable. I'm I was just you <laughs> might be the most actual comfortable of any of us sitting there. I have a sturdy. You know, it's keeping me strong here, but yeah, <laughs> physically I'm comfortable. Oh, my back is weak after moving in today. Oh, you got a new set up there. Yeah, it's you know it's a mess behind me, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so let's let's get into the first major topic of today. Then, uh, obviously, over last week, NHL announced at least parts of their upcoming television deal with ESPN uh, for the next, I believe it's seven years, if I'm correct. Uh, ESPN will be splitting playoffs with another unannounced network, but significant national coverage. I believe it's at least 25 games a year on ESPN. And you're tying in what is now NHL TV is essentially just getting rolled into ESPN plus. So, Correct. That's the best part of the deal, I think, for fans at least, because it's significantly cheaper over the year. I believe, like sixty bucks compared to what is it for a full year NHL TV is like one hundred and sixty bucks or something like that. So it will be interesting to see what the uh, what the ultimate price of ESPN Plus comes to when they fold all these in. They're also going to be using Hulu uh, uh, to broadcast games. Yeah, they will use Hulu as well, and I believe. They announced it, it would be $60 for the full NHL package, at very least. That's significantly cheaper than it is now. Yeah. And, like, I've been paying for ESPN Plus forever anyway, because it's, like, four bucks a month, five bucks a month. It just hasn't – it hasn't been meaningful. So, um, I – I, I'm a huge fan of the deal. And honestly, a, a seven-year deal, they're going to – they have the, the broadcast rights to four Stanley Cups. Yep. Um, well, it's four games, I believe. I thought it was four finals. It's They have four of the conference finals is what I read. But I'm not an expert, not 100% sure on that. So maybe AJ is correct. I thought it was that they got four Stanley Cup finals, but – Great. Well, really good preparation by us to talk about this today. Um, we got the major points down. Regardless, uh, it being a, I believe it's $2.8 billion in total. Um, so averaging $400 million a year. Yeah. Um, the NBC, the old NBC deal was $200 million a year. So they doubled that valuation just right off the top. You also consider in that they will be. Uh, the ESPN and ABC are the same entity. They they're they're owned. So All ABC, owned by Disney, really, but... yeah. They the other channel the other channel can't be ABC. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other the other rights owner cannot be ABC. And I mean, they already have it. <laughs> you'd be surprised if it was NBC again. I uh, I'm expecting it to be NBC personally. Yeah, I, I wouldn't going to keep it even with yeah. the cancellation of their sports channel. Yeah, I think that they're going to keep NBC. It's just going to be, uh, it's just going to, it's just going to look a little bit different, and NBC won't be able to kick random playoff games to USA Network. Yeah, that's true. 
Um, because I think that this is the kind of competition that's that's good for yeah that's good for all of us is that they were they were gonna have to take it they're 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 gonna have to take it seriously yeah you you have direct competition instead of the exclusive rights which allow you to get away with things like playing Kentucky Derby over hockey yeah the fact that they were able to pull this deal off in the middle of a pandemic is kind of wild but. And that they're still going to get more money on top of this from another, at least one more, I would assume. I mean, you could obviously see that they could even, you know, I've heard Fox, Fox Sports could be involved too. So. Yeah, I mean, you have to think if if it's not going to be NBC, literally who, what other entity is out there that would have the kind of money to get involved in this? It has to be Fox. <laughs> yep. So there's more to come. Um, Golf Channel? <laughs> That'd be weird. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's good for them. I, you know, I think... Yeah, already, Stephen A. Smith, the videos going around. People oh, my are, God, yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, I, I hope people are just willing to accept that that's, that's what's going to happen. Like, if you want more people to watch the sport, you got to live with, you know, Stephen A. Smith is pretty upfront about the fact that he doesn't know much about hockey, but yeah, well, he's going to talk about it. Like, just he's probably going to bring more eyes to the yeah, game. Exactly. Like, you you don't turn on the talking head shows on ESPN to have like educated conversations. You turn them on to listen to people argue about a sport you care about. And it it is it would only be a good thing if they turn it on and I don't even I don't even know who's on ESPN fighting anymore. Stephen A. Smith and who who Bayless else is, is still on there, I think. The yeah. Bayless is on the other one now. Oh, it's Max is it, Kellerman. Is it Max oh, Kellerman? Still on the Max, Kellerman. Okay. Max Kellerman, the longtime boxing guy who I used to love from <laughs> way, 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 way back in the day. The original around the horn host. Uh he like those guys, those guys fighting about hockey, that's gonna be great. But you guys know where you go, you know, the 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 smart hockey fans, they show up to Shows like this one to get into the real nuts and bolts of things, but they, but for for the casuals to just get into any kind of any kind of hockey whatsoever, any kind of exposure, it's only going to be good for the game. Yep. Are you going to get more Neanderthals banging on the glass during playoff games? Of course, but you already have that now, so nothing changes. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Like Max Max Kellerman insulted hockey not that long ago on social media, and it doesn't matter. Hockey fans have to stop being so proud of how much they love their sport and let other people love it too. It's fine. It's fine if they don't like hockey. They're allowed to not like hockey, guys. It's it's completely okay. But having ESPN, having this massive vehicle of an audience to, to introduce to the game, hell to the yeah. It's only going to be good for the game. It's only going to make... You want to you want to know how the Avs are going to afford to pay Nathan McKinnon in three years when the salary cap finally goes up again? It's because of deals like this. It's yep. only going to be good for the game. I'm just I'm just I'm really excited for it. And from a from a business perspective, like they're all the all the TV deal uh, the the TV deal that they're doing here. They still have the other one that they need to get done. They still have a streaming rights deal that they need to get done. Yep. So they've got even more money coming in. Now, I know it's a lot of people, a lot of people immediately were like, oh, the salary cap's going up again. None of that money comes in immediately. So that salary cap's not going anywhere for a while. It's it, just, 
not going to happen. There's too much money that they have to make up for that's been lost. But when it starts to move, it's going to, I think, I think we're going to see it move significantly. The only influx you have in the immediate is the Seattle expansion fees, really. Yeah. And that's, that's more about the teams getting paid. Yeah. Than it is the the league. league. Sure. So I think, I think it's going to be, it's going to take time, but when it starts to move and when this starts to when it starts to actually pay off financially it's going to be it's going to be good it, it's going to move quite a bit and it's going to be because they did a good job in deals like this i mean just just the fact that the ESPN deal doubles the NBC deal alone that alone is a great start and then you throw in whatever they're going to get from the other two deals that they have to make that that HRR is just going to be great. That's, that's the thing that's going to help pay off the, the player escrow. The thing that's going to help the cap go up sooner than we, you know, the, the, whenever it goes up, I don't, I don't, it's not my field of expertise, but I, I think this helps them pay, pay off what they're, what they're owing uh, a lot faster. So I'm, I'm excited for this. This is I think it's going to be great. All right. On that note, we do have to take our first period break. We are sponsored by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNBR. Just finished up with Strawberry Sky. Going to have to go grab myself another one here in a second to uh, really get into the latter half of this podcast. But you can find it near you or go find their Breckenridge Hard Seltzer as well, which is delicious. You can use the Breck Beer Locator online to find it at a liquor store near you. Or, of course, you can always come on down to the DNVR bar. Get it on a tap there. I know it's going to be a, a packed night tonight with Nuggets, Avs, Buffs, and Rams all playing sports this evening. So, And the, the extended hours are back. You can officially uh, stay out late at night at the bar on the weekend. So come do that. Come have a good time down at the DNVR bar. We, of course, are also sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. And we have this little this little ditty to play as well. Uh, let, me, uh, let, me, let me get up here. Hang on, hang on. We got to play it because we were just talking about it. Hockey night on ESPN, folks. It's back. I love that they were. They they even said they were like, "We're bringing that back." They better. It's like the and whole like, the whole best part. Yeah. Everybody loved it, and the, the old reaction to it just goes to tell you, everybody wanted this. Like the I, I'm obviously not everybody because there's lots of people who are like, "Oh, I hate this and I hate that," but it's like, come on, this is only a good thing for the game. If you're if you're mad about this, then you're not genuinely interested in the game growing the way that it should. <sighs> Hockey culture, I think, struggles with vibes. The ESPN theme song is absolutely a vibe. That's what (laughs) hockey culture needs right there. You can also get on the betting now, beforehand, and after hockey gives over to ESPN with DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, if you bet $4 on any college basketball underdog, you can turn it into $256 from just because. Use code DNVR. And you get that opportunity because DraftKings just wants to give you money. That's the whole deal with their amazing odds boost. Check them out. They have good odds boosts every single day, whether it be basketball, hockey, football, baseball, you name it, crazy other sports. They have you covered top to bottom with amazing bets. 
right now I would not bet the over on an avalanche game, maybe bet the under on those ones, but you know, that dam will break eventually too. We'll see. We'll see. But head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook today. Again, remember to use that DNVR code to let them know we sent you on over there. You can download the top-rated sportsbook app now on your phone as well. Get in on that $4 for a $256 bet in college basketball for a limited time only. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, all right. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I see the I see this comment in chat. I've seen it a couple times. AJ and I have actually discussed this before, and I think we both agree, at least when it comes to hockey, Gary Thorne is the greatest commentator of our lifetimes. Evan? <laughs> just well, his voice is just iconic. It goes with so many nostalgic, I guess, moments in hockey history and as history, obviously. Yep. So I think obviously everyone wants him back. He's what? Like he's gotta be pushing seventy five, eighty. Like he he looked old twenty he's, years ago. He's been the play-by-play guy. Yeah, he for does Orioles. Orioles forever. Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's not I'm, like he's not grinding away. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in his seventies at least. But um, yeah, if he's interested in coming back, that'd be awesome and a huge nostalgia kick. He is seventy-two. There you go. Seventy-two. That's not that old. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I hope to make it to seventy-two, but. Uh, yeah, he's, he's awesome, and he's younger than the president of the United States. All right, he's fine. Well, yeah, presidents are old people, but yeah, <laughs> um, that's not something we're allowed to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> we're we. Uh, too bad Bill Clement just retired, so you can't bring back the yeah, duo. the dynamic duo. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I, I, it would be interesting. I don't think he'd come back full time, is what I read, but. Yeah, that'd be awesome if he did come back and super nostalgic kick. I I do think it'd be great as well. I don't think he's going to come back, unfortunately, but it would be awesome if he did. Just at, at very least get him for like one game. Do like an outdoor game with him or something just for just for the vibe, as I was saying. Uh, I mean, there are... They haven't. I was listening to their press conference in which they talked about the cap staying flat for four years and all that. Like, we'll we'll see how it actually goes. He has to say that right now. Yep. Um, everybody that wants to take every single word that somebody says publicly as gospel it blows my mind, uh, especially when trying to project it four years into the future. Um, but like, they haven't even started having the conversations about who will be in studio and stuff. They haven't started that stuff yet. Like there's a long way to go before an, a hockey game actually gets broadcast on ESPN. It's, it's there's no guarantees that next season even starts properly on time in October. Like <laughs> next season is still very much going to be a little bit by the seat of their pants. So, yeah. And like bringing back, bring back Gary Thorne to do like a uh, big games, you know, Stanley Cup finals, stuff yeah, like that. That would know. be just incredible. Yeah. I I mean, just have him be, you know, he doesn't have to be like a full time, but just have him do certain big events would be great. Yep. Agreed. And I think, I think that would just, that it's a great way to bridge the gap between where they were and then, you know, hopefully where they're going with that coverage. I'm excited about the ESPN deal, but. 
It's not even the most controversial deal of the week. Yeah, I was going to get into this. Jordan Bennington extended by St. Louis on a 6 by 6 which is just insanity. Is that... Alrighty. I mean, they already paid him after the cup win, right? Like... Yeah, for like a... They gave him two years. Yeah, like a four point three like bridge, yeah. I think it was. Mm-hmm. And they just gave $6 million to a guy that, since signing that contract, has been honestly below league average. His it's numbers okay, have not man. been that good, yeah. Well, and you look at the deal that Jacob Markstrom got in free agency last year coming, and like... You remember Jacob Marchman was a top prospect yep. for years and years and years and years and years. And then he got paid six by six. Now Jordan Bennington got paid six by six. And I made a comment yesterday that what's his face? Philip Grubauer's agent is like, <laughs> wants that cash, son. Because there's not really you if you were to if you were to put up player A, player B, and player C and say who are these three guys, be hard to tell the difference. Yeah, so you can't compare the John Gibson contract because it was signed like that thing is the best goalie contract in the league, also, and it's not a UFA deal. Yeah, like the Gibbs, there's so many there's so many reasons that the Gibson deal is irrelevant in this conversation, Um, but it's. That is the abs. The abs are going to struggle this offseason. Um, yep. Landeskog and Makar alone are going to be. They're going to cost them right in the neighborhood of seventeen million dollars, roughly rough estimate of about seventeen million. Yep, that gives them what six or seven million dollars to try and replace Brandon Sod replace Philip Grubauer or just bring one of those guys back and then replace the other. So. And it. Yeah. See, the thing with Markstrom though, is that he didn't play that well. He was good for a year. He was, he was solid for the, the second half of two years ago. And then he had, he was like, he was a good goaltender last year, but six by six is a huge commitment. Have all huge commitment. Six that years we, is a huge commitment to any goalie. It's a huge commitment to any any skater. Mm-hmm. I mean, whew. so it, uh, you want to know what this contract looks like when it goes wrong? Martin Jones, exactly. Because <laughs> if you look at if you look at the the couple of years immediately before Martin Jones signed his contract, they're very very similar to what Jordan Bennington has done. And these, this all should be serving as a huge warning sign. Woo, 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 woo. Do not give that money to Philip Grubauer. I don't care what kind of year he has. Don't do it. Yep. Don't do it. <laughs> it's a bad idea. Uh, really, long-term goaltender contracts under almost any situation are bad ideas. I mean, Andre Vasilevsky, worth if you have an absolute stud, you have an absolute stud. But. Yeah, I. But but signing guys to long term deals, you know, Poprovsky, Carey Price, when they're getting into their thirties. But th- this is just, yeah, it is. It is not. Uh, 
I am I am officially in ultra nervous territory about the Philip Grubauer deal, the inevitable Philip Grubauer contract. I because there are now two six by sixes out there for okay goaltenders. Yeah, like I, like solid goal. Like Jordan Bennington's not awful. We talk about Jordan Bennington like he's the worst, but like he's okay. He's an NHL starter, just you know a mid to low tier one. Yeah, and I, I mid tier I think is fine. Yep. Um. Jacob Markstrom, same thing. And Ken, like Calgary's like, oh, we finally solved our goaltending problem. Are they any better now that they've invested in that position? Oh, he's been hurt a bunch. It hasn't. Yeah. It, well, and and even when he was playing, though, like he was solid. He was okay. He's not straight breaking the game for them or anything crazy. Feels like St. Louis saw Bennington try to fight the San Jose team and was like, yeah, that's our guy. <laughs> Love it. Hey, we need some more toughness out of you if you want to sign this deal, kid. Come on. Sounds like something Baruki would say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the whole goaltending situation right now, even just obviously we know the situation right now There's with Miska as the backup, but just heading into the summer, it's just going to be. That's, I mean, that's part of the problem, right, is because the Avs can no longer count on Fransos for anything going forward based on this year well the he got he got hurt yeah and he, in the playoffs and we haven't literally haven't seen him since yep he has yeah, not played a hockey game yeah he's played what what two games since last march because he played in the pre whatever that was called before the playoffs last year he played yeah he 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 played uh, at least two games in the Dallas series. he lost he lost game two against Arizona he played the one game in he didn't play in the round robin oh he didn't play yeah but, uh and then he he came in in the Dallas series the Dallas series he played game one game two and I believe game three yeah so. and then that's Not a lot, either way. That's four yeah. games of hockey in the last calendar right. year. And, and yeah. at least one surgery that we know of. Who knows what's going on right now? Yeah, like, exactly. Like so he could have had another surgery for all we know. Like I've heard people say, well, maybe the reason they haven't gone out and get another goalie is because they know he's coming back. And it's like, then tell us. Like, we don't yeah. know that. <laughs> like, I think the fan base would like to know that. Yeah, I mean, they don't owe that to us. I would just, a, a time, again, a, for the millionth time, just an accurate timeline of how long these guys are hurt. Instead of just being like they're out long-term. If it's out long-term with the concussion because we just don't know when it's going to happen, that's one thing. Everybody will understand. But if a guy has freaking knee surgery, just tell us it's going to be four to six months. You two tag, to four them. Months, you tag them with a lower body injury. That's fine. I don't need to know if it's his left hip, his right toe. I don't care. Just right. say he's gone for four months. Right. Just let us let us know what's going on. I. Uh, Jake Allen's not a free agent, so Jake Allen's going to end up in Seattle. Yeah, I, I mean, if the the free agent market is actually kind of interesting this year because it's like like Freddie Anderson is out there, Anti Grant is out there. Is so Grubauer obviously is inspiring UFA. Interesting. If you're the Avs, like I, the only goalie I have interest in that, that is of Grubauer caliber or better is Anderson. Sure, but I mean, how much how much better is Freddie Anderson than Philip Grubauer? I've always liked Anderson a little bit more, but 
either way, you're going to have to make a big financial commitment to any of those guys. That's true. And that's my concern. Like, that's what makes me nervous about it is it's not that if, if I'm uncomfortable with the six by six for Philip Grubauer, I'm just as uncomfortable with the six by six for Freddie Anderson. Well, I mean, that's I, what I, makes me nervous about it is that what do you do with the starting position is, in a year? Is the dollars the concern there or is it the term? It's both. Because I think I don't mind if they want to give Grubauer six million dollars for the next two or three years. I think that's fine. Okay, well, is the entire league going to collude to the point where somebody <laughs> doesn't offer a six by six? I, I, I or understand. Point, or or, or five year deal. Look, I understand there are issues with that going into free agency with a goaltender, but like you can draw the line in that sand all you want, but you're probably not signing a goaltender at that point. Which sure. that. If you do that. Yeah, you got to. So I like as much as it was as as much as the initial reaction yesterday was St. Louis. Okay. It's it's bad. It's bad news for what the app. I'd be here soon. (laughs) So. I mean, I'd still take Grubauer over Bennington for what it's worth, but we can. uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah, easily. We can uh, move into the fun part of our show here. We do need to take our second period break first, as we are sponsored by the Colorado XOs. If you don't know, there's new rugby going on in Colorado. They're currently 1-1 one and one as a team over at Rugby Town USA in Glendale. The Colorado XOs are kind of a grand experiment, not unlike the Avs, but you know, a little bit different. Obviously, they play rugby. They're taking players that come from backgrounds in football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, and even track and field and seeing if these athletes can actually turn into effective rugby players at the highest level. Obviously, they have the necessary skills as athletes to excel at the game of rugby. It's just about teaching them the sport and getting them going, including players like I can't I still can't say this guy's name. Teniela Tupo, does someone who follow football know that guy? He was a former Seahawk and Falcon as well as an Arizona Cardinal. No, no one. All right. Someone, I'm sure I butchered the name. Anyway, pro NFL player in here playing some rugby. You can learn all about all of these athletes over at infinity park at glendale.com. Check them out today. Be sure to follow the DNVR rugby podcast, follow Colton Strickler on Twitter as well. He does amazing podcasts talking to these players as well as one Oh one pods too. So you can get in on the sport and learn all about it. Third period of the DNVR avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings sportsbook. I would also like to know how many mammoth pencils anime ordered with his altitude. Yeah, card. I don't think he actually did it, but he tweeted out the heinous Jersey idea of uh, him putting 69 on the back with Shorzy's name on it. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope he didn't actually order that Jersey. <laughs> did they get a Byram? That's sick. I'll, I'll check his Twitter after the show. If you guys, if you guys were to buy one Avalanche jersey this year, any any combination, any whatever, but it has to be of a current player. Which one would you buy? Gerard, Kale. Yeah, Kale. I'd buy the I'd buy the Kale throwback for sure. Oh, easy, yeah. yeah. Gerard Nordiques. 
I I I think Gerard is a good pick too. Yeah, Gerard Nordiques was also my answer. The Gerard, <laughs> the Gerard reverse retro. It's a defense. It's a defenseman era. What can what can we say? Yeah, my my other option might have legitimately been a Taves. So, yeah, I think I there's there's so many good options on defense. Right <laughs> Ooh, now. once I once I get my my uh, reverse retro kale, I think uh, I think a Taves third is the next. Uh, there you go. Might be the next. That's a that's a cool jersey. Not bad. If you had to, if you had to, I know we're about to get into some silliness, but I'm just, yeah. just off the top of my head, I'm curious about this. If you had to rank Colorado's defensemen right now, how would you do it? Just their top four. Makar one. Um, Gerard two A, Taze two B. Cheater, <laughs> cheater. Yeah. It's tough because I I said in the grades the other night that Taves looks like Ryan Suter out there to me. Like he every like every read he makes is like perfect, which makes him conserve energy. Yep. And I think he's a better skater than Suter, but just like everything he's doing is correct. Like there's just no wasted movement out there, so it's just so tough because. He's just out there for 28 minutes, and it's like, did you know that he was out there for 28 minutes? Like, yeah, obviously, just, we know because Dan Renouf is on the ice a lot, but like, yeah, he just eats up ice time, and nothing, yeah, nothing bothers him. Yeah, I. It's it's a legitimate question of of do you take Gerard or Taze? Like at the at the two spot, Gerard's going to give you more offense. Taze is going to give yeah. you the, the rock solid all night long bonk level of defense. Where's where's Taves going? What do you mean he's not sticking around? They just signed him to a four year deal. He's on a four year deal. He ain't going nowhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be thinking expansion draft. Yeah, there's no way that they're gonna lose that guy in expansion. Yeah. I for me, I think it's I think it's Carr, Taves, Gerard, but it's a it's a and then Byram, of course, but it's a super. I wanted to look this up poison. just to be sure because. I think I want to go with Gerard because he's top ten in points per game of all defensemen in the league right now. I so while true, I want to see him do that while Kale is also healthy. Definitely fair because that that's that's like and all that. Sure, yeah. The the power play points that he's getting that's pushing that number up are the points that Makar would otherwise be getting. So, but if we're are we but making this list like, today or are we making this list? Yeah. Well, I just asked right now, so that's okay. Yes, today. We're making it to, as of this very moment. At least we all still agree Makar's won, even though he's hurt. Yeah, I mean, dude, dude, he was off to the kind of start where, I'm sorry, but, like, we were legitimately talking about him with the Norris. Like, yep. we've we've kind of joked about, like, Gerard and, and like, like, Norris contention and all, but that's not a serious thing. No. He, that's not, like... He a will top, a, very likely never win a Norris. Is he is he pushing into the top thirty, top twenty defenseman conversation this year? I think that's absolutely fair. Yep. But a Norris for the no, 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 no. <laughs> like he's been very impressive, but to have that kind of year, his offense would need to take another jump, and then his defensive underlying numbers would have to actually get a lot stronger. <laughs> yeah, but. Those numbers and what's what's interesting about Taves is that the offense is like it's fine, it's very passable, but the defense is actually it's, it's world class outstanding. Yeah. So, 
Anyway. All right. I, I was just grab, curious. I need to grab another beer for this next part of the show. And this is <laughs> this is AJ's baby anyway. So AJ I, I, I feel like people would have been able to guess that. Yeah. Yeah. I, once you know hear what it is, I'm I'm sure. So AJ, take this one away while I while I grab a beer and explain what we're about to do. Well, so he can't leave the show. It's going to be one of those. Uh, so basically, we're going to Kale is going to put up a picture of a Hallmark movie with the synopsis, and we have to pick the abs player who would be the male lead, who would be the starring character. So Hallmark movies. Yeah, <laughs> thought we were going to be like big budget movies, and now we're going Hallmark. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, we'll wait for Rudo to get back because I don't want him to miss any of these. Yeah, he's always oh, right there. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, we're ready. All right. First up, we have chasing waterfalls. Photographer Amy travels to a remote <laughs> lodge to find mythical waterfalls and falls for handsome guide Mark. They adventure to find the mystical water waterfall and discover their true feelings. Is this based on that song about chasing waterfalls? I don't know. I don't know, but I want to know what in the hell a mythical waterfall is. <laughs> I, I don't know. This is a real movie. This is a real movie. This is a, this, this is a real. You yeah, need, this uh, is a real movie. It's, it's like exists. purifying yourself in the waters of <laughs> Minnetonka. All right. You need a mythic waterfall to start that process. Okay. Well, if that's where you're going to start, uh, would it not be Eric Johnson then? It definitely be <laughs> Eric Johnson. <laughs> Look, all right, he's an outdoor guide. You need an outdoorsy type of person. He pays <laughs> absolutely that guy. He I he must have been wearing his uh his bridge for his mouth that day because not gonna pass the attractive smile take on I was a, gonna uh, say, but... could they cast EJ without the teeth? <laughs> That'd be tough. It'd be a tough sell without the teeth. You might have hey, to get I his teeth done. I, I think we're overcomplicating this. This is like a mountain waterfall, like handsome guide. It's Philip Grubauer. He does ride horses. He rides he horses. He's been posting all those thirst traps of him and his dog. Like this is obviously Philip Grubauer. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I chat. Chat has Ryan Graves on this one, and that's an also uh, an interesting idea. Not as well. a good pick there. The, the oh, hair, no. the hair, the flow really does the, it. Ryan Graves cosplaying as a vampire as often as he does makes me yeah. a little curious to put him as an outdoorsman. Definitely not. I, isn't that like how vampires die? <laughs> they go out in the sun and stuff? No, AJ, these type of vampires, they just glitter in the sun, alright? Okay, <laughs> well, we have to figure out what kind of vampire Brian Graves wants to be first before <laughs> Morgan, we can decide Morgan, what his weakness Morgan. is. Morgan got it. Oh. Okay. Brian Graves needs to cut his hair. I think he looks bad with long hair. That's wow. why he's playing poorly. That's my opinion. Is his hair weighing his play down? Could be. <laughs> um, I'm just looking at that guy. I don't know. Maybe it's because that guy is, looks completely different from Ryan Graves that I'm not imagining Ryan Graves in that role. It doesn't. So we, it doesn't have. He doesn't have to be that guy. Just we should have. Well, that's that all I'm out. thinking of. That's a. <laughs> Cut, cut that guy out and put an abs player in there. Which one is the one going after the mystical waterfalls? Tyson Jost. <laughs> I don't know. No way. Absolutely not. No way. God. In no way does Tyson, you suck at this game. <laughs> All right, then. I don't watch Hallmark movies. 
All right. Up next, we have it was always what? you. Who did we? Who did we decide yeah, on? We needed an oh, did we? Do we? Not Tyson Jost. Yeah. My well, vote. We agreed on that. Group. My vote's for group. I okay. I'm good with group hour as well. Right. I think that's a good one. I'm sitting off the, the rest table. of this segment. <laughs> All right. Up next, we have it was always you. Elizabeth's engagement plans are thrown into disarray when her fiance's free-spirited brother David returns home. David's unexpected influence prompts Elizabeth to question her life decisions. Dude, is this a movie about cheating on your fiance with a, his brother? Yes, I think this is. Triangle. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we need a brother, and now we need we need the we need both parts of the love triangle here. So who has a brother? Or can we make it like not a brother? Yeah, they'll be can brothers. We, like, we can. Can we make it the roomies? The you're true. Tyson Jost might be this yeah. one. Yeah. So is JT Confer the guy getting cheated on? That's sad. no, no way. Flip him. <laughs> Flip him. Flip him. Definitely. Confer's Confer's Mr. Steel Yo Girl. Yeah, Confer yeah. Steel Jost Girl for <laughs> sure. Tyson Jost. Yeah. Definitely. JT Confer is stealing Tyson Jost girl. Absolutely. All right. Look, look at, go read the prompt again. Look, Jost is too squeaky clean. All right. He's too hardworking. JT's the bad boy who doesn't care anymore. He's got the red hair. He's the, he's the offbeat child that she wants a little bit more of a freedom in their life. JT Comfort does not strike me as free spirited, but I don't know. Where's Nick Holden when you need him? He would have been the perfect one for this. He's the free spirit. <laughs> I'm. Mm-mm, I. I do not. I. I. Tyson Jost. I can see as the fiance that that's about to get bopped. But <laughs> the uh, JT Comfer is the 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 lady stealer. No. All right. Who's the lady okay. stealer then? He wins. That's uh, Jost. Is we're locking Jost in as the dude. <laughs> can't, can't score. He's getting bopped. <laughs> So who's who's bopping him then, if they're okay. not roommates? Well, chat's chat's movement to have it be Jesse Comfer is actually amazing. Wow. Okay. It's <laughs> definitely a better answer than JT. To be honest, this is it. This is it. This is it. Yeah, I don't I think mean, we can come up with a we better. We just made answer that movie that. so much better. I don't think. That's hard to make that movie better. I'm just assuming that they're not good movies. <laughs> I think that would be incredible. I'm I'm good. I'm dude. Mrs. Yeah. Steelio girl is yeah. also fine. I'm good girl with this. That yeah. is fine. All right, Jesse Comfer. It is. We just made that movie a lot more interesting. <laughs> yes, we did. All right, this one's my favorite. Fit for a prince. Cindy I've actually is aspiring. Saw this. You've seen this? Yeah. <laughs> Cindy is an aspiring fashion designer whose talents have been the creative force behind a high-profile designer but longed to strike out on her own. Hired to dress the ladies of a wealthy family hosting an upcoming charity ball, Cindy's life takes an un- unexpected turn when Prince Ronan becomes smitten with her. Rudo, you're the expert here. Uh, all right. So the prince in this movie is like a total space cadet. So great. So it's Andre Burkowski. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's just uh 
totally out on out out and outers. But who who grew up the richest in the Avs locker room? Where's Alex Kerfoot when you need him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would have been a good answer. He's yeah. too smart though. Too smart to play this prince for sure. My first thought was Miko, but he's a goofball. But the, the chat seems to think Kale. I don't agree. Yeah, I don't think it's Kale either. Tyson Berry. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, obviously Berry's dad. Yeah. Was just fine. Yeah. <laughs> also, that guy was a fish. He was so fun when he was drunk. Wow. The dad trips were insane. I. I kind of wonder what that 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 could be a Hallmark movie. <laughs> All right, so who are we going with? Are we going? With I'm Bur- going with Burkowski. I think I like Berkey too. Yeah, I think he fits like the prince the prince mold where he's like a handsome prince with you know not necessarily a whole lot going on all the time upstairs. A little forgetful here and there. Okay. I don't care. Next. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going with Burke. All right, up next we have Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Miranda runs a boot camp for the recently brokenhearted. She begins to form a connection with new client Ben, who is also a reporter, investigating whether her boot camp is a fad or a phenomenon. Okay, a brokenhearted boot camp is the weirdest idea yeah, ever. that's some strange thing. That... But it's really basic. It, it, it's really just a, a different word for a support group. So, whatever. Uh, brokenhearted boot camp just sounds like Rebound Central to me. People go to this boot camp. I, it does, like... it, you know what it sounds like? It's, it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like a summer camp where you go and you you like sleep in the cabin. Except the the fridge is actually just like a, a like an ice chest, and it's full of ice cream. And all you do is cry and eat ice cream, and that's it. Cry it's like a week of that with other people. Out. I love it. That's it. That's all it is. And for some reason, some people pay to go and do this with other people. So, who is a journalist who is a client in the Brokenhearted Boot Camp, but also investigating it? Seems like a conflict of interest there. For yeah. The well, I was going to say, seems like Tyson Joseph goes from one movie to the next, right? He just lost his fiance, so he's going to Broken Hearted Boot Camp. <laughs> Oh, I actually like the Gerard answer. I, Gerard is totally an ice cream eating crier after a breakup. You think so? You think so? Yeah, definitely. I'm then okay with Sammy. He, he cries <laughs> and like just says Tabernacle a lot. What? Tabernacle's like the worst French word you can say in Canada. It's like those swear of swears. Cool. <laughs> Thankfully, Gerard has a girlfriend, so, you know, he doesn't have to go to boot camp anymore. Yes. This is the Hallmark Cinematic Universe, yes. Sam Gerard's a good one, too, though. Right, I, final vote, Ruta. 
Uh, I think Joseph. Joseph fits too well if we're doing the cinematic. I, I like the idea that Joseph goes from one movie to the next. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. The best. In like a sad way. Cause he Evan, Evan sad what do you got? You, I, we need your ridiculous I just don't answer. care. Yeah. <laughs> um, whatever, Joseph. Yeah, I feel sure. like you're getting, Evan, Evan is the judgmental voice on this pod. Yeah. Right? No, you guys Definitely. judged me when I put out a card. <laughs> <laughs> so your response is to just take your ball and sit in front of yeah. your couch? Yeah, exactly. Messed I'm going to space out. All right. I mean, isn't Hallmark movies were like the same people over and over again? Like, isn't the freaking Full House girl in like 60 of them? Yeah, she is. I mean, so who cares if Tyson over... Jones is in every movie? Over the last few years, I would say that they have definitely spaced out to getting different blonde women to be in these movies. Oh, that's and nice. not that's the same so, one. Good job, so progressive of them. Yeah, yeah. The girl who, uh, the girl who used to uh, host Biggest Loser, I, I totally forget what her name is, but last year, whatever the cycle was of all the Christmas movies, she was in like five of the new ones last year. So she clearly just signed like a contract where she went and like filmed like. 10 movies in like one three month span and just like banged, banged them out in a couple days, like a couple days at a time. Well, the great thing is that you can do them all right there. Uh, they all have like the, the same basic premise set out, setups, layouts. The sets don't have to be altered that much. You could like spot, like, oh, this house has been in four of these movies. Yeah. And you literally can shoot several movies just in like yeah. a three week span. She doesn't even have to learn a new script. <laughs> Most of the time, she just has to like change her name. Here's the Christmas one. We put the blue filter on it. Here's the summer one. We put the yellow filter on it. <laughs> oh, all right. What do we got next? A all brush right. with love. What's what's next? What what other horrible thing happens to Tyson Jost? <laughs> As she considers giving up on her artistic dreams, Jamie paints a vision board that is that brings her success and love only to discover that the mystery man in her painting isn't who she thinks. Wait, I'm confused. Is this, like, supernatural? Like, does she paint it and this man comes to life? <laughs> I guess you'll just have to watch the movie. <laughs> no, it's like she had a vision of a man. It's a vision like, board. And then yeah. it. You can achieve it. You yeah. know, that kind of thing. Like, so she, she painted Gabe Landis, Cog. <laughs> and it's got to be Gabe. <laughs> no way. No way. I love the idea of it being Nachushkin. No. I love that idea. <laughs> no, that's, that's the twist. She painted Gabe Landis, Cog, and Nachushkin walks through the door. Because it says it's not who she thinks it is. <laughs> this is why I think it would be great if it's Nachushkin. She paints Nachushkin, and she's like... Why am I falling in love with a KGB agent? And then he walks to the door and speaks no English, but is actually like the softest dude around, unless you have a puck. He's only mean when you have pucks. I score goal with face. That's right. And it's a great double entendre in this case. So congratulations. (laughs) This went exactly where I wanted it to. That was amazing. All right, I think I think Nuke's a good one for that one. I, uh, Evan, Evan, I like you? that she painted Kale and Jacob McDonald showed up. <laughs> that was pretty good. I once again have no opinion, and I'm now wondering how Hallmark is funded for any of these stupid movies. <laughs> All right, so the next one is actually. <laughs> Oh, 
said. <laughs> so this next one is actually the most horrific thing I've ever read in my life. But AJ says it's actually decent. So we'll see how this one hashes out. Yes. All right. Yes. <laughs> he runs the website Bad Date Chronicles, which allows people to post date experiences. When rival blogger Connor becomes the subject of one of her posts, they agree to date each other to see which one is the bad dater. What? This is the most huh? horrifying sentence I ever read in my life. This, uh, this is called Hate Bunk, the movie. This is, date this is the greatest premise for a movie of all time. <laughs> Who would date you to see if you're a bad dater on the avalanche? Who runs a blog called yeah, the so Bad have, Date One of these dudes has to run a blog. Oh my First god, one. what? We're Spin Andrew Ghetto when you need him. He would have been great for us. <laughs> <laughs> Who runs a blog? Who runs a blog and would have the gusto to go to someone who badly reviewed them on the blog and go date me and I'll prove you I'm not. Yeah. A bad I don't know about the blog part, but the like proving you're not a bad dater thing is totally cadre. Oh, oh, good. Nah, this might be a good take for this. I like it. Yeah. Totally would go Nasty in there. Nas. Be like, is, you think I'm a bad dater? You're a bad dater. I'll show you how to date. <laughs> no thoughts? No thoughts. No thoughts, friend. I feel like Drew is no thinking about this really hard. <laughs> what? <laughs> I definitely feel like. I definitely feel like Kadri would be ultra competitive and be like, you're the bad dater. Exactly. Yeah. And he would take it like ultra personally. Also, idea for a future episode from Edwin. This is a great idea. Oh, yeah. Fake or real? Totally. AJ would just know them, though. He'd just rattle off and be like, I've seen that one. <laughs> Although, how great would it be if I typed up some absurd description and AJ's like, oh, I've seen that. And I'd be like, there's no way that's a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> McKinnon wouldn't Mc, the, the only Hallmark movie McKinnon is in is in the one where it's actually about hockey because it's literally the only thing going on inside that man's head at all times our brain lives exclusively for hockey yeah and Landeskog, Landeskog we didn't have a we couldn't find a place for Landeskog in any of these because maybe I think the vision board would have been the only one, except for the twist of it not being what she envisioned. Yeah. Are we going with Nas for this last one? I, I think I think, I think it's yeah. definitely Kadri. I think Kadri has to be the winner for this one. He, he would get really competitive and try and prove that she's the bad dater. And he would totally Great. run a block. Would he? Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> okay, is that all of them? Have we have we covered all of our bases? All right, I guess that's all of them then. So I was sitting here thinking, oh, we're going to talk about movies. Yeah, I think uh, Gabe Landeskog could be James Bond. Nope, we're going Hallmark crap. <laughs> <laughs> Landeskog is clearly <laughs> Thor. I don't like this. Is no question. Yeah. 
no doubt about that one. Yeah, you you and Bolding could do a separate pod where you guys just get into every every abs player as a James Bond character. <laughs> well, there's only one, but it's odd job. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot more than James Bond and James Bond. <laughs> You'd have to do James Bond villains for sure. Yeah, well, and... I'll just say I didn't know this was going to be Hallmark related. So yeah. <laughs> Next, next time, let me know, and I'll bounce out early. <laughs> you essentially did. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll get to James Bond Avalanche players maybe <laughs> next Free Skate Friday. Oh. Thank you, everybody, watching, listening, however you consume the podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the video if you like the fun Free Skate Friday hey. content. Um, just a little bit of quick Avalanche breaking news, but Sunday's game has been changed. Uh, it is no longer at 5 p.m. Is it at 1 p.m. or something? It's at 3.30 p.m. Get it in before the snow gets too crazy. I guess. Even though it's supposed to snow 12 inches tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what moving it up 90 minutes does. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see if that game gets played at 3.30 or yeah. if it gets played at all. But. Yep. So there you go. We got Avs hockey tonight. AJ, are you going to the arena tonight? So Yeah, I'll, I'll work the game tonight. It's, it won't be, start snowing until later. You'll see Evan, Blaze, and I on the post-game show. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll still be upset you. about this segment later. We'll ask you all <laughs> about your Hallmark thoughts on the hockey game tonight. <laughs> now we need to have a DNVR watch as a Bad Day Chronicles. Oh, God. <laughs> that does not look good. I'm with Kale on that one. <laughs> that movie does not look good. Uh Anyway, we will get out of here. Appreciate all y'all. Catch us again tonight, probably around 9.30. The game should be over by 9.30-ish. I don't know. Somewhere in there. Watch the abs. We'll be here. Take it easy, y'all.